Have you ever wanted to own your own campground and wondered what it would actually be like? Well, today we are going to find out from the owners of Happy Acres Campground in Angola, Indiana, in this episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. My name's Patrick. I'm Patty. And we are so excited today to have the owners of Happy Acres Campground and our friends, Kevin and Angie, with us. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Good. Very good. Hi. Thanks for having us. Well, we're glad to have <laughs> you. Yeah. First time on a podcast? Well, I didn't even know what the subject matter was until just now when I heard you say it. <laughs> That's well, how much information they share with me. Does it does it make you feel better that it's just talking about owning a campground sure. and not something a lot more personal? That's pretty yes. easy. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we're excited. But before we start talking about the whole campground thing, mm-hmm. we do in every episode this little ditty we like to call this or that. And Patty, you're off the hot seat this Yay! week. Yay! Uh, normally, that Patty's means it's in the one hot of us. <laughs> yeah, well, both of you. Oh. And so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two choices, and you have to choose either this or that. Oh my and, gosh, uh, I'm scared. Oh. Do we have to give reasons? No. no. Okay, good. I mean, unless Sometimes you want I to. Do. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes no. it takes Patty a while to figure it out. I have to out. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So t- today's topic, Patty, is going to be. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. Oh. So when you go to the campfire, mm-hmm. do you like it slow and roasted golden, or Burn do you it. say light it up? Burn it. I didn't even get the second choice out, Kevin. And you, you no. <laughs> it needs to be golden and mushy on the inside too. Oh, see, I'm with Kevin. I like my burnt. So I feel like Statue of Liberty with my torch walking around yeah. the campground. No. Wow, that was a quick answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I'm not going to waste a lot of time on that marshmallow. <laughs> he just puts yeah. it right in. <laughs> just stick her in, light her up. We got a to campground go. to run. We don't time for that, <laughs> that no, no fancy marshmallows for kevin <laughs> nope no that is funny well that was a quick one that was quick and it was a split decision for yes. the two of yeah. you yeah and That's... patty you're you're and it is for us too because i tend to like to get that nice yeah you take forever with your kind of, yes yeah and i'm over there just eh, done i'm yeah. on marshmallow three and she's still heating up the first one yeah. right yeah now I don't know how you guys do your s'mores, not to get oh, too far off topic. We got but trained a few years ago on we, how to we do We went this. to S'more Academy. Yeah. We didn't even know we were going. But <laughs> Is we that were, a thing? No, not really. Oh. But um, <laughs> we were out west with our, our friends, Jeff and Shelly. Yeah, Jeff uh, had a technique. Jeff has this technique. Like I was always just, you get the graham cracker, get you your, throw a piece of your Hershey's chocolate, you roast your marshmallow, put it together, done. and you're done. No, mm, not no. with Jeff. He gets some foil and he sets it on the edge of the fire lays down his graham crackers and his chocolate so oh, that what the chocolate, a good idea yeah so the but chocolate gets melty then when his marshmallow is done he'll roll the marshmallow in the chocolate and then put it together yes. so you have really like almost like a chocolate covered marshmallow wow. fancy we yeah. should we should do a video on that we should, we should. i've we never should. seen that done before I yeah. mean, it was crazy. We we had never seen it. So yeah. I always say Jeff is like the s'more king because yeah. he's got like this, te- like he's like a chef of s'more. That's right. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much just done at the burnt marshmallow. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need the chocolate and the crackers. No, no just the marshmallow. I can tell Kevin is not going to have time to wait for the, the, the chocolate yeah, to melt. No. It's just like. Done. Yeah. No. So, all yeah. right. All right. So let's dive right in and start talking campgrounds. But. I guess to start with, do you want to kind of share your journey? How did you end up owning a campground? Yeah. Yeah. How'd this happen? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to hear this. Is this going to involve liquor and a game of poker or something? Oh, my. We we went 
and visited some friends who were camping. I don't know how many years ago, three, four years ago. And I hadn't been to a campground in a really long time. I'm ashamed to say, but, and I don't know if Kevin had ever been to a campground. I've been to a campground. But we went and just stayed the day. We didn't even stay the night. And I just was, I don't know, amazed at the business of it, the business aspect of it. And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, I want to have a campground because it looks like so much fun. That wasn't, that wasn't what I was seeing. I was seeing, this is a great business. Okay. And yeah, I clearly did not have all the information at right. that time. <laughs> but... uh yeah, that's kind of how it started. And at the time, I had just sold my business to Kevin. So I was kind of, I don't know if you want to call it retired. I was probably too young to be retired, but um, between jobs, I guess. Right. And uh, so I thought, this is great. We should do this. So I just kind of started planting the seeds in, in, in Kevin's mind. And eventually, apparently, they grew. <laughs> <laughs> so did it take a lot of convincing for not, you not really we no. we always thought we talked about it even before just buying some property and building just a small little yeah getaway kind of a hobby campground right. oh so eventually after i sold my company and we were both well in between jobs yeah we love the midwest and we love indiana in the summertime especially this area and we thought we should maybe try to find a going entity that we can buy, that we can still put some sweat equity back into it, but maybe it's already started and going. We made a list and, uh, I mean, we came back to Indiana, was that 2021 in the spring and the first place we visited and uh, we had a deal in like 20 minutes with a guy. So it happened really fast. Cool. And I, I will also, I'm with Angie. I didn't really have all the information. Yeah. I had enough to make a decision to go right. forward, but there's there's probably some things I wish I'd have known ahead of time, yeah. but we'll, we'll probably get into that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's fascinating because it's something we've always talked yeah. about either, you know, I remember years ago, we, I joked that, that uh, oh, I'm going to buy a campground someday. There was one down outside of Gatlinburg yep. that had not been in operation for several years. And every time we drive by it, we'd see the for sale sign. I'm like, like we ought to buy that. And I remember I used to joke, we'll call it Camp Patty Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> he comes but, up with great names. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing was, eventually somebody did they buy did. that old dilapidated campground and turned it into, well, Fancy. almost the happy acres yes. of, of Gatlinburg. Yeah. Because it's a very, it's a nice, small, really upscale. Kind of like just, glamping. And when I say yeah. upscale, I, I mean, it, it's still stone pads, but... They just put their glamping touch on yeah. it. Just clean and kept yes. up. And, yeah. And Isn't that just, the one, honey, with the yurts? The yurts and the tree yeah. houses. They've oh, added cool. different things, you know. And it's kind of just tucked in along a mountainside. It's really right. cool with a stream. It's yeah. just beautiful. But I think, I think you know, we even though we would joke about yeah. that, I think there's things you can say, like, oh, I'd like to own a camera, but, but you, you don't, don't realize. What's it's involved. like people, yeah. as a kid, I always wanted to run a hotel, and I grew up to run hotels. And then I realized, like, okay, maybe it's not as glamorous as sitting in the lobby having a drink with your guests, that they're open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, yes. you know, including holidays. And I'm guessing maybe with the campground, some of the uh, the excitement of campfires and s'mores somewhere along the way, you went, uh-oh, there's more to this than just... Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that's true. Yeah. yeah I would say. Kind of like you, on your first year of being the Auburn Inn... A manager and you had to go in and work on water pipes yeah i mean things that like you that. just didn't expect you would i'm, yeah. I'm guessing you probably have some maybe maybe you had all the skills but <laughs> you're using them all here i'm guessing yes. using every one of them yes but then when you're fixing the water pipes you also have to 
provide excellent customer service to the people that are still coming in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So had you been campers? Is that kind of what triggered this or it was more just that visit to? I was a, I camped when I was a kid, um, tent camping, Mm -hmm. but honestly, no, we had an, we have an RV. We still have the RV, but we used it more for getting to a destination. Like we would go to Montana to visit our friends. We didn't camp. We didn't really camp. Like, right. Right. It was more of a hotel to get you to where you were going. Yes. Yeah. Taking your own bed and. Yes. Yep. So we, you know, I guess, so that was the extent of our camping experience together, visiting a friend at the campground one day. Yeah, just, <laughs> well, I, I think we've done that before, oh, though, where you, you, do, you go and you see something and you're like, well, this would be cool. Let's yeah. buy it. You yeah, know? Yeah. Then later you're like, uh. Uh. I mean, it sounds really simple. I, we did. It wasn't like we just ran out after right. that. Sure. Bought a camp. We did do research and, sure. and we, we actually did try to find just land at initially mm-hmm. and we found out that the whole zoning process mm-hmm. which should have been our our first initial clue of how difficult it is to deal with the state but it was we couldn't find a piece of property that they would allow a campground on so um so that's kind of pushed us it kind of forced us to look at the existing campgrounds in the area sure. And I think that's been a trend recently where, you know, there's been this surge in RV sales. So we need, if you have RVs, you need places to camp mm-hmm. and s- people are out there wanting to build campgrounds, but these locations are just saying, no, we're not going to do zoning for it. And so I think that's a challenge across the U.S. So you ended up making the deal and I think you took possession sometime in the fall of 2021. Labor uh, Day. Or- yeah. Yeah. We had done all the paperwork with them. This it had about 50% of the sites were seasonal sites, and uh, the prior owner had taken all the money for those seasonals, wasn't willing to give any of it back to close nope. earlier. He wanted to close earlier. Like in June, or I think we were going to try for June. But, but we said, you'll have to like- Prorate that money. Right. Prorate and send it back. And he's like, well, I, no. I can't really do that. So I said, well, we'll see you this fall at the end of the season. <laughs> then. Well, then he had some medical issues like oh. halfway through the summer and we stepped in and started we closed anyway. trying to help a little bit. And right. finally we just said, fine, don't prorate it. But this is, we just got to get in here and get working. Yeah. Okay. We made negative money the first year. Yes. I bet. <laughs> Since you didn't really have half the revenue yeah. right. or more. I, I think we ended up with just about no revenue the first year, but yeah. it was a good opportunity to jump in and meet right. some of the people and try to figure out what we had and what we needed to do moving forward. Sure. And you did a lot in that first fall, winter, spring before yeah. last season yeah. started. Yes. Yeah, because we'd drive yeah. by and see like, oh, wow, look at, oh, wow, look, look what they're doing there. What's going on? You know? I mean, but it was so noticeable in a uh-huh. very short period of time, like. Absolutely. Well, there was some pretty hideous structures around here. So right. as soon as those came down, I would say it, it, it made a huge impact just taking some stuff down. Just clean up. Just clean yeah. up. Yeah. I, I remember watching because I drive by here every time I go to work and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd look over and I'd see like either another structure coming down or one going up. I saw the sign change and the sign change obviously made instantly. I said something special is happening because the new logo, the colors, the, you know, it, it was just, really pretty, it yeah. screamed like something's <laughs> happening big. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons why I reached out to you on Instagram. Plus you were doing some posting in the fall on Facebook. Yeah, a little bit. I was, yeah. I was getting my feet wet a little bit. But it was enough that it made us realize again, that something special is <laughs> happening over there. 
And um, and that's why, and Patty had been wanting for a long time, we do these things called campouts, and normally we do them anywhere from Maine <sighs> to Oregon. We go miles. And she kept saying, <laughs> why can't we away. just stay home yeah, and do one? And home. so that's why I reached out to you and say, like, could we host a, a, an yeah. event? And then obviously um, we did, and now we're here. But yeah, that first that first year, it just seemed like you cranked out a lot of stuff very quickly. Well, I'm glad you noticed. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was easy to notice. I mean, we noticed. Uh, yeah. So cool. park size, about how many sites do you have? About 90. About 90. And about 50 percent, I believe, are seasonal still. Uh, or, yeah, seasonals or, or monthlies, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you added cabins, which beautiful. were not here, correct? None correct. Of, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Six beautiful cabins. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be nice. You've got pull-throughs, you got full hookups, you got back-ins, you got water electric. Heck, if somebody wants to pitch a tent, they can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep, we got a couple tent sites, but we, we actually have some sites that we, I say we gave them a facelift over since the fall. Four sites that used to be tent sites are now beautiful back-in RV sites on the pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did we do? But I know that those, I'm kind of excited about those because they're they're really pretty. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good this or that yes. skybox or, or pond, pond back insights. Yeah. And for those of you listening, you're like, "What's a skybox?" I like the skybox. You want to explain too. the skybox? The skybox is um, so Kevin likes to give funny names to all these. It's good, you know, yeah. just kinda, well, kinda people, like places, whatever. Yeah. Patrick's good that yeah. too. And uh, so we have six sites that are uh, up on up on the hill. They're kind of separated off from the rest of the campground, a little more private surrounded by trees and it's the highest point in the campground. So we started calling it the sky box and um, it just kind of stuck with our campers. And I think people are hesitant to go there initially because there is no sewer. It's just water and electric, but they are really big pull through sites. Once they camp up there, then the people will call they back. They start to I, request yeah, the skybox. I want the skybox. Right. And I don't we, care which site, just the skybox. Yep. When we bought the campground, the sites were already there. They were just mostly unusable. There was uh, barely a two-track road leading up the hill to it. There were just grass pads to park on. Yeah, there's no gravel. And if no there was gravel. any kind of rain or weather, you couldn't get up there. You couldn't really yeah. use it, uh, So, which was a shame. So yeah. we invested in, I don't know, 20 or 30 truckloads of gravel and kind of put some new roads in there and we didn't do anything else it no. just we mow it really nice and it's, it's a beautiful spot up, up there, there. Mm-hmm. it's right. probably one of my favorite spots yeah in the whole campground when we stayed for the first time last year we were on our way home from maine and uh we just stayed in a pull through yep. and i remember we walked up there and we're like this is awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. and so the next i think we came back like two mm-hmm. weekends later and stayed up there and those instantly became our favorite sites because of exactly what you said you you feel like you have your own little campground up yeah. there because there's only six of you up there and they are massive in yeah. terms of the amount of grass space you have. Yeah, they are. And um, yeah, I think, but now with these new sites on the pond, <laughs> those are something special too. Yeah. Again, they were, those were sites that were already there. They were just underutilized because there was no gravel. So if it was wet at all, it was sure. tough to get a camper. Right. We would allow campers to use them. The problem was, I mean, you'd probably get stuck if you tried yeah. to put anything in any decent size. And it was pretty hilly. Size. So, it, I mean, like, I think pop-ups would use them. And it was, the terrain was not really set up for anything other than tents. But now we've leveled them out and added the gravel pads and they're Very nice. nice. Yeah. Amenity-wise, I mean, you redid the bathhouse. 
Beautiful. Beautiful what you've done both. with those. Both, yeah. both two bathhouses. Yeah. Um, you added the dog park. Pups love that. The pickleball court is new, I believe. It was apparently initially back in the 80s. A dodgeball court. Okay. <laughs> oh my, that's Dayton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now it's pickleball. Yeah. The volleyball is that new or was that here? Well, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing a net up. There were posts okay. in the ground, oh, okay. and there was no sand. It was just grass. So gotcha. we we kind of dug the grass out, yeah. put some sand in, and went to eBay and bought a net. And now we have a volleyball there court out there. Laundry. Yeah, moved that coming. indoors. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was just outside. We just moved it inside because well it's just weird nicer. outside <laughs> it's weird outside <laughs> yeah, super weird that and, is weird and the old pool is gone old pool yes. is gone the one that used to be right out by the highway where yes. everybody could see you in your bathing suit yes <laughs> dun, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. look at me <laughs> so <laughs> truckers honking on the way oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. so the pool the old pool is gone i'm going to keep referring to it as the old pool and with that you kind of turned it into like a little sandy play area right yeah I call it the playground for ground play because there's no there's no slides or swings, but there's other a, things. Yeah, yeah, there's TP and there's some you know those big sand toys for kids right. yeah. and there's a Gaga ball sure pit court. I'm, I'm pit, not sure maybe. what it's yeah. supposed to be called, but one of those. What's that? Tether ball. Tether ball. There yeah. you go. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. I mean, those are fun things for, especially kids. They need to get yeah. off the devices. Well, Patrick and... likes tether ball too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's a fairly easy sport. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's one I can play. There's uh, actually very specific rules and guidelines because when I was really? planning it, yeah. I, I was looking it up and I was like, dang, people take this serious. Not like a kid when you make up the rules, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> The mm. National Tetherball League. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so the old pool's gone, but there is a big, shiny pool Ooh, waiting out there. out there. That was a huge learning curve for us here at the campground. Apparently, in the state of Indiana, campgrounds are a regulated industry, which means they're subjected to yearly inspections. Uh, and, I mean, I can see why. Right. I, I've been to places that probably could use a good inspection, but... Uh, we initially filed with our city to get a permit to put in the pool before we ordered the pool or anything. And we talked with the people at the city building department, the health department, bam, bam, we had a permit. Well, in the meantime, we were talking to the state about building a new shower bathhouse. And they informed us when they saw the new pool on the plans that we also needed to submit that through, of all places, Homeland Security and the state health department. Okay. So this got really confusing. It did, so, but the problem is, is that this happened... Almost a year later when we found out. So this whole time, we thought we were just waiting on a pool to get here, right. which was supposedly delayed because of COVID. So we thought as soon as the pool gets here, we can we can put the pool in. And it wasn't until the pool arrived. And then almost simultaneously, we found out where we couldn't put it in. <laughs> so oh, no. I think I lost a few years from of my life from this oh, pool no. incident. But. So it was another three months of just talking with the state and with engineers and builders and figuring out exactly what the process is. No one, there's no good laid out plan to get through wow. something like this. It's a lot of it we had to learn as we went along. Right. Uh, eventually, we hired a firm out of Missouri, Missouri? Yeah. yeah, the engineering company, okay. West, Westport Pools, and they do a lot of business in the state of Indiana. So, I mean, another $12,000 oh, and a little bit of hand-holding for a couple oh, months, my. and they drew the plans up. They actually were able to get it through for us. So, as of right now, it looks like we're good to go. We'll call the city one more time the first of the week, and 
with the nice weather next week. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Start oh digging my. a hole for a swimming right. pool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, that, and that'll be a quick Or for process. bodies, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? Yeah. Can you say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. <laughs> so that's going to be really nice when that that's goes in. That's going to be awesome. The I, pavilion is brand new beautiful. as well, mm-hmm. right? That was not here. That was a basketball court before. Okay. There were previously, it was a basketball court. Okay. It was such a nice piece of concrete. It seemed a waste to, yeah. to tear it down. So we just, we got a permit and build a pavilion there. Nice. I'm glad you did because you do entertainment. Yeah. In pavilion, yes. Which is really nice. I'm actually quite shocked. That's probably one of my biggest surprises in all of this is how much that gets used. So even when we don't have activities going on, people are using the pavilion. And it's just a nice hub for gatherings for, you know, even when you're starting events that aren't going to take place at the pavilion, it's a nice place to meet and start. And it's it's right next to where the pool is going to be. So that whole area is, well, the road's called Playmore. That's where everybody's going to go to play. That's right. I can't wait. When the pool's in, you have it all there. What will you name that area? Will it be like? Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. What will you name it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The Oasis. The Oasis, yeah. Well, you know what I love about that? I remember the first time we came and we walked up there, you have that really nice, like, outdoor furniture in there, the couch or the... And I was like, this is so cool. Like a place that if I just want to walk up with my coffee in the morning and sit, you know... Mm -hmm. And people do. Yeah. read your book or... Yeah. Yeah, It felt like... It almost felt like an... I hate to use the word internet cafe or something like that or a coffee house because it's not a coffee house or an internet cafe, but just a place where you could go with your book if you wanted and sit in really comfortable furniture. And we've seen um, a lot of open laptops. up there. We have. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But we don't see furniture at our house anymore. (laughs) Oh, is that where it's from? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. We were never there. So I was like, we might as well take it to the campground. That's where we're at. So, that, I mean, that's a lot here. I mean, really. And then the the camp store where we're recording Beautiful. this. I remember, we remember ye- what it was. Years ago, we came over to check about a seasonal site. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember what it was. And I when we when I walked in, because, Patty, I you did. didn't come uh-huh. in when I checked in the first time. <laughs> She's, She's like, like I've been in there before. Yeah, I'm not no. going in. <laughs> and I came out, and I'm like, you have to go in there. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, like All right. And you just had it done so well so last cute. year. And, and excited to see what you do this year. Yeah, yeah, it. me too. I'm excited to see what happens. <laughs> do a lot of people come up here and hang out? Because I know you do, like, coffee and donuts. Sunday some, mornings, Sunday mornings, yeah. And... We we have a – there's a core group of people that show up, but then always there's um, some uh, random people. Some right. of the um, weekend people will come up. But this year, we're, I'm letting people pre-order donuts – so if they have a specific donut they want, because I just go Sunday morning to Tom's and, and get donuts. And it was a little tough because I have no idea how many to get. Right. Sometimes I would get two dozen and I'd have 23 donuts left. Yeah. And sometimes I would get a dozen and 12 people would come and want donuts that I didn't have. So I'm going to try to push that a little more. But I mean, you know, first world problems. So Right. World famous Tom's Donuts. Donuts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knew Angola, Indiana was the home of world famous donuts? donuts yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know Tom or or no. the sailors at all, but um, there was a some famous donut place in Key West, and a whole bunch of people were talking about it. And I'm like, well, we gotta go. Blazed, I think that was the name yes, of it. yeah. So we went, and more power to the small business in Key West, but they don't have anything on Tom's. <laughs> I can honestly say we, we grew, know we too, grew up yeah. in Angola. And um, 
everywhere we have traveled from coast to coast in this country. It was like, you got to try we, this donut. We, yeah, we, everybody's always mm-hmm. got a donut. And we always come back yes, and say, right. Tom's yep. is the best. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think so. Um, I mean, you go into a coma when you're done eating it. Uh, but right, yeah. The sugar it's, coma, yeah. yeah. You're like comatose. Mm-hmm. That big chunk of lard there <laughs> yeah. on the back counter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you believe Tom was my PE teacher as a freshman oh, in high school. Yeah. So not only did he fatten us up with his note, he helped keep us <laughs> he in shape. Keep, yeah. He had good. to work uh, it off. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, it's actually, awesome. Tom was uh, a football co- our football yeah. coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually came to Angola from Michigan. He's actually in the Michigan Football Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He, he was a... Yeah, I, I, how Angola stole him away from, from yeah, school. Yeah, how that happened. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I digress with the whole topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, what would you say in this in that this past year, oh, really, because it's only been, it hasn't even been. A year and a half. year and a half has been maybe one of your biggest challenges or maybe something you just, going into this, you weren't expecting. I, I think we were probably our biggest enemies. Angie and I are both kind of overachievers and we know what we like and we know what we need to do. And I think we just kind of burned ourselves out last year. And there were so many things that we, no matter how hard we tried or how much money we had, it just couldn't happen. Right. I mean, like the pool is a perfect example, but there were other things too. And I have no patience. So it it made it even worse. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, that was a big deal. I think probably... The hardest part for me was, Kevin's going to kick me for saying this, but running a campground where, you know, everything's already done and you're just working on taking care of the customer. Great. Fixing up a campground or or anything for that matter, where you're doing construction and everything, you know, that's great. But when you're trying to do both of them at the same time, it's, it's hard. It's very stressful. And to maintain that balance, you know, there was... Like we couldn't ever work on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, because that's our busy days. And, you know, you can't be driving tractors and excavators and you just can't be doing that kind of stuff when the campground's full. And so, you know, you had that limitation, but then also, you know, I mean, people don't want to come camp in a work zone and a, so it was, it was a challenge to, to do doing either of them separately. I feel like would have been a cake walk mm-hmm. for us. Right. And and we maybe wouldn't have gotten into the issue with the pool because we would have had the mental capacity to actually focus strictly on that. But yeah, that was the hardest part for me, for sure. That was difficult. Doing both. And when we bought it, we we had talked a little bit about having a sabbatical year where we just... Yeah, that's why I said he's going to kick me. Where we just had everybody leave for one year, just right. lock the gates and yeah. come in and just get everything done, That's, yeah. which was my idea. She, and I said, no way. She had a good point. There were people that had been here seasonally for right. a lot of years running. They're a big part of the charm of this campground. Yeah. Uh, and I was afraid of losing that. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we made the right choice keeping people in here. and But it, it was definitely a challenge. And uh, in the future, I would think hard and heavy about that moving forward. The place in Gatlinburg that you talked about was probably a dream for them to go in. Yes, yeah, because it had already been closed no, for years. Really so, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was so overgrown. I, I mean, you could see where there had been sites, but yeah. They I'm didn't have sure to deal with that issue. In many ways, it had to have been almost like a um, blank canvas. 
except it was already zoned and a campground. Yeah, they had yeah. the zoning and yeah. they had the infrastructure. Right, infrastructure. Yeah. It was just a matter of probably upgrading, upgrading all and, and yeah, I can only imagine trying to operate yeah. a business and completely renovate it. I mean, yeah. that would be like, uh, I think, always think in terms of hotels. Uh-huh. And I can't imagine trying to operate a hotel daily. I mean, and it's done. Neither of us rent- really knew what we were doing. I mean, we knew business and we, you know, that kind of, that kind of aspect of it, right. but we didn't know campgrounds. So right. not only were we doing those two things, but we're learning too. I mean, we, we were doing the best we could to, to just, you know, kind of make it through some, some of the times. She was the hospitality and I was the construction and there was a lot of friction there. Yeah. She said sites 55 through 95 said they don't have any water. I'm like, I know I'm knee deep in the water <laughs> fixing a water line right now. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me by the end of the season, I had a an automatic pre-made email that every time the water line got broke, I just hit click and it went and out. sent the email out to <laughs> oh. all the people that were in the park that the water's broke again. <laughs> so, I mean, it got to the point where it was happening on a, at least weekly, but usually more often than weekly. And I mean, some of it was from the construction, but some of it was just because the system was so old. Infrastructure. old. Right. Oh, geez. Well, we talked about the kind of the downside. What would you say over this last year and a half has been like your highlight? I'll start. I'm a major extrovert and I love activity (laughs) and I love things going on and I love happy people. And I cannot believe how many good people we've met just in the last year and a half. So I agree. People that show up here, our old business, uh, we we had auto collision shops. So we dealt with people who'd been in car accidents. We're dealing with insurance companies. So they weren't happy. When we no, bought this, <laughs> everybody that comes through the door is really happy to start with. It's your job yeah. just to keep them happy yeah, the, rest right. of the, the rest of the time. And yeah. So there's always a place you can stop and chat with somebody. Mm-hmm. Everybody always has a hamburger or beer ready for you. Yep. There's always somebody who just came from Maine or came from California or came from, you know, uh, yeah, the I mountains mean, in Canada. And Kevin it's just, loves to just chat with everybody and, you know, pick all that information and, and learn all that stuff. And the the joke, the joke last year was every single time he talked to somebody, he would come in here and say, that guy is so nice. And I'm like, Kevin, everybody cannot be so nice. <laughs> I'm like, that, that might be the nicest person I've ever met. Every time. That's, <laughs> every what, time. that's what I, that might be the nicest person. I'm like, uh, every person cannot be so nice. So the nice. most recent person is yeah. the nicest yep. person. Yep, yeah. that's right. They just keep getting better. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a good year. I would say probably the highlight is all the things that make people want to own a campground. I mean, the, 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 the things they see on the outside, right. you know, the the socializing, the the, you know, friends that you make, the sitting around campfires, the doing the activities, all that stuff. I mean, that was the highlight, really. It's kind of the same reason. We, like we for just, us, yeah. We just recorded yep. a video that will be coming out soon on why we do YouTube, like, and the things we like and the things we dislike. Mm-hmm. And we both have always said the best part of YouTube is we people. have friends from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. we had never done YouTube, we would have never met. It's the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could see, and I think that's why we yeah. both talked about a campground. It's, and that's why I loved running hotels, meeting guests from all over the world and hearing their stories. Sure. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, that's exciting that, that, that you yeah. both kind of agree that that was it, that it's the that's people. Cool. Yeah. So what about the future? Future Happy Acres, do you have, I mean, not necessarily concrete plans, but do you, do you ever sit around and dream of like, like? Uh, is, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. And we, I don't know if I should say anything out loud. Because yeah, don't say anything. You don't, you don't have don't, to. I think as soon as you mention something, then it you, get a whole, a thing. you get a whole bunch of people that are right. like, so when's this going to happen now? When's this going to happen? But I think we have some great plans. And 
a lot of it moving forward is going to be based on uh, sales numbers. We know what the industry standards are, uh, and we're kind of watching our numbers. Uh, obviously, if we start to rise above those industry numbers, we're going to plan on more sites and okay. do more things like that. If we don't, we have plan B, which is not abandon the campground or demolish sites, but <laughs> no. it's to just go a different direction with the, with yeah. the campground right now. With the, the extra space. With the extra yeah. space. Yeah. Right. Right now, I don't think it's a secret that our campground is, uh, we don't have a, a ton of amenities for little kids. We have camping, which is really nice and right. family time, but it's a pretty sleepy campground compared to a lot of campgrounds around yeah. here where right. people are up all night. Uh, playing nine. music yeah. and in their golf cart. Now nine o'clock. <laughs> this, lights out around here. I mean, yeah. that's right. <laughs> we laugh. It just and and it just seems like it gets really quiet after yeah. dark around here. A lot of people are back at their sites playing cards or having a campfire or right. cooking dinner, but it's really quiet and we like that. Uh, yeah, and we don't. I don't want to lose that. We do have a lot of new people this year, so if you guys are listening, I don't want to lose that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was one of the things we, love we noticed early yes. on. We're like. Okay, this place is like super quiet. Mellow. Yeah. And, um, nice. and we liked it. That was one of the reasons. Because, you know, we were like, why would we camp 10 minutes or 12 minutes from our house? And uh, and we stopped that one weekend just on the way home. But then it was like, this is nice. This is nice. And it, this became like our little escape for uh-huh. what, like four more weekends, yep. three or four more weekends. A little excursion, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, that, and a lot of the people who came to our fall camp out commented about how quiet it was here. Um, even with I-69 yeah, or Ryan's J-69, weird. they're like, I didn't really notice it. And, but they did notice like everybody was, even the people having campfires at 10 o'clock at night, yeah. it wasn't like a raunchous party. Right. I would say most of our campers are older. Although this, this year we do have a few, a few. I would say the average younger. age is my age. So am I older? Yeah. You are. All right, no, I guess I'm older. No, no, you're, no you're not. not. <laughs> you're a young chicken. <laughs> Kevin and I are about the same age. So. I'm just saying they like the age where they don't necessarily have little kids. Right. Um, yeah. You know, they might have sure. young adult kids that will come and visit occasionally, but you know, it's it's Not more ones, yeah. you know that are more established in their life and. Um, we do have some kids, sure. um, you know, but it's it's not the majority here. It's more f- for adults, I guess, but that's okay. This might be the strangest question, but because I do this sometimes. Do you ever lay in bed and you kind of like close your eyes and you start thinking about things? And do you ever dream of like a happy acres from here to from the East Coast to the West Coast? Like, like you like, mean like a chain like of a them? Chain, yeah, yeah, like where you're like you're envisioning your like empire of Happy Acres campgrounds, or no, or you're just happy. You're like you're going one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a one step at a time. I'm always like one of those people. I, it doesn't mean it will ever happen, but I just sometimes I dream like, what if I had like he's a I, big dreamer. Yeah, I'm always a big dreamer. Well, I'm a one step at a timer. Our yeah. previous company, we had locations <laughs> in different states, so yeah. uh, we weren't coast to coast by any stretch, but we were consolidators in the business we were in. I don't know if I would go that route with a campground because I think at some point you lose, it's easy to lose touch with what you're trying to do. I'm not saying that I wouldn't rule out a second one, uh, maybe in a different location. Right. But, uh, but, but you're not going to become KOA. No, 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 no. No. KOA can be KOA, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They do. I think they do what they do really well. And, uh, they do. I, I like the niche that we're in. Yeah, I don't know why, but and for those of you listening, uh, the the 
audio version. I, I'm seeing Angie over here just ready to kick him if he says the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have some insight I into this subject. That yeah, yeah like, Kevin's like, yep, one one location. That's a good for me. No, we do, we do enjoy it, but I do not want to lose uh, sure. touch of what we the whole goal, the whole reason we we did this to start with, and it's kind of. It, it's as much for us as it is for our campers. We, yeah. our previous business was really stressful. We had a lot of employees and it was becoming really difficult to hire and to maintain uh, the standards that we expect. And Angie and I, I think, see a lot of things um, the same. So I think it's going to be easy to. Yeah, I think it, I think that same thing would happen if we got a whole bunch of locations right. all across the country. I mean, I think our jobs would turn into very stressful, right. hard to hire, hard to manage. I, yeah, I, that doesn't sound great to me, right? Yeah, now. you no. definitely wouldn't be running around the park and talking no, no. to all no. the guests because at that no. point you become more of a corporate manager, right. yeah. and yeah, so it's kind of like how when we do our campouts, we like them small. We do mm-hmm. with yeah. our, and when we have the big ones, it's, it's so just, hard to talk to everybody right. and be you know happy and jovial and eat with them. And one of the things we love about here yeah. too. I mean, there's not a lot of sites. Oh, ninety no. is not a big campground. I mean, some of the local ones are two, three hundred. Yeah, almost too big. They're just way too big. And it's like here, it feels like a little family. Like a little home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cozy. So every episode, we like to close it out with a Delaney pro, pro tip. tip. Yeah. And I'm thinking this mm. might be something, this week's pro tip is something you may have encountered yeah. already or seen people doing. But um, when you're hooking up, you know, you arrive at the campground, you back your trailer in, or maybe even you pull in. I think it's really easy for campers to just get excited about unhitching and we did this last week and then you go to hook up your (laughs) Uh utilities and you realize (laughs) you're three feet short for your sewer hose. Yep. (laughs) Has that ever happened here? People, you see them unhitched and then they're hitching back up because their electric cord won't reach. I I have seen that. And then I've seen them try to move the camper with the slide out out and take out the I've utilities pole. No, I haven't done that. Time. Oh, no. That's happened. Ooh. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yeah, that happened to us recently, honey. Yes. Yeah, so I always recommend, <laughs> and, I, and I always, as I tell my students, I'm honest because I don't want to be hypocritical. Last week yep. when we were in Hilton Head, I unhitched. I knew I was close enough for water and electric, but unfortunately when I two days later, decided to hook up a sewer hose. I was literally like two feet short. Mm-mm. Now, wah, wah, we do wah. carry an extra sewer hose, so it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> but I, I prefer not to if I don't have yeah. to dirty a second hose. So my pro tip that I should take myself yeah, is yeah. before you unhitch your RV, yep. if it's a towable, make sure Got that it. all of your hoses <laughs> and cords yep. will reach the appropriate area that's right that's and a good will, tip yeah yes, it'll save you some tip. it'll save you some heart little headache yeah. or a headache <laughs> luckily like i said we carry two sewer hoses it was fine. wasn't a big deal but, but i just kept thinking if i would have just pulled forward another two feet <laughs> all would have been fine all would have been he fine goes, you can't believe what i just found out i'm like oh i mean i'm not even sure if it was two feet and i was stretching on that thing but a sewer hose is not something you want, you want to, to stretch on. No, 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 no not necessarily no. <laughs> I, I have a pro tip from the campground owner. Um, also, when you're pulling in or backing in, don't run over the sewer. <laughs> that would be great. That'd that be great. When so that is the official Happy Acres pro, pro tip. tip of the week. Yes. Don't back over <laughs> Don't the run sewer over the connection. sewer connection. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm guessing we're we're giving this tip because that has happened. That's before. happened, yes. Oh, wow. My. That can't be good for the sewer or for the tire. No, I wouldn't think so. Well, I mean, I learned last year that the way that sewers are, that come out of the ground, that they're kind of meant, like, it's designed knowing we, that somebody's probably going to. We don't, actually, we don't to, glue that coupler in. So when that coupler gets damaged, it's easy just, just to take, take it, it off and, and put, put a new one on it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. There's a little pro tip, yeah. pro tip. for campground owners. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we learned but it by still, accident. Yeah, it still is a pain. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, uh, for those of you that don't know, Patty and I are going to be spending 2023 here at Happy yep. Acres. We're going to be here almost the entire year, camping season. They're going to get sick of us. They're going to get sick no, of us. No, we're not. <laughs> You're going to get uh, sick of us. <laughs> so if you uh, if you are coming through the Midwest, uh, please stop Bye-bye. by. Yeah. Say hi to us. Say hi to Kevin and Angie. Spend a few nights. We, I tell you, this is such a great area. I you know, I'm always talking up. First of all, your campground is a great location. I-69, US-20, about 10 minutes south of the Indiana Toll Road. It, Steuben County, 101 yep. Lakes. Yep. Beautiful probably, state park. I would put it in the top three state parks in the mm-hmm. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. We've got the RV Museum 50 minutes away. We've got every major RV manufacturer within an hour. You like antique cars? The Car Museum. Yeah. Car yeah. Museum Auburn. down in yep. Auburn. Mm-hmm. And if you need to get your Costco fix or big city fix, we're... What maybe forty minutes 40 down sixty nine yep, yep. to Fort Wayne. Yep. it's just a great location, and yep. so and the summer is just beautiful here. It a- is absolutely so. Please, please come see us here at Happy Acres. It's going to be a fun camping season, and <laughs> we would be remiss if we did not thank our good friend and producer Jim Kuzman. Jim, thank you, thank Jim. you, Jim. Yep, Jim is the one who is going to make this sound great. He has he, magic. He does have magic, and honestly, we wouldn't have this podcast. No. This podcast actually started right here at yep. Happy Acres. Oh, did oh, it really? Cool. Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend, weekend last year. Okay, I was sitting at the campfire with Jim. Him and Jim were canoodling. We were drinking. <laughs> we were actually drinking old fashions. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Jim had made us old fashions, and yeah. we, we were talk- smarter every every drink. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know, Jim said, do you ever think about a podcast? And I said, we talk about it all the time. I don't know how to. And next thing I know, I literally went into the trailer when we got done. And I said, you remember that podcast we talked about for two years? I'm like, yes. I said, the equipment's ordered. I'm like, what? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, it's happening. Because I just said to Jim, tell me what I need to order. We placed the order right there at the campfire. did you order headsets? And, and, and I did because Jim was picking out actual microphones like, no, and I'm no, like, no. Patty would really like the headsets. He's like, no problem. We can get those. Love the headsets. Yeah. 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 So it literally started here at Happy yep. Acres Labor Day weekend as Great. far as the whole well, um, that's fun. idea. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, without Jim, this would not be at Thank all you, Jim. Possible. I yes. apologize in advance if <laughs> we made your job difficult. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of uh, Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Trust me, Angie and Kevin are going to be on definitely more episodes with us as we document this entire journey this year. And um, we appreciate you listening. And if your podcast platform allows you to rate us or leave a comment, please do, because it really helps us with the algorithm so that more people can find our podcast. And until next time, everybody, we'll see you on down the road. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Travels with Delaney. We'll see you on down the road. And that's a wrap, Jim. Yo, get- yo, yo, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> and, there's, and there's your blooper, Jim. <laughs>